Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. All right, today, episode number 30. Wow, we're already in the 30s. And, you know, I like to have people on this show who can rant, who can talk about stuff for a while. So, with that in mind, Devin, welcome to the show. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, hope I you're can excited. definitely do that for you. Oh yeah, I got some topics we're going to talk about, and I know you're not going to hold back. Oh, I, I never tr- do. I, tr- I trust that you won't. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. I put my trust in you, episode number 30. All right, now, oh man, it's just crazy that we're in the 30s, because there's only going to be like 52 episodes of the year, so we're over, over halfway, and uh, I feel like I just started this the other day. Mm. We have not consumed enough alcohol on this show, people. All right. Now, the last time I saw you, I believe, was at Emma's over the summer. Yeah. Um. Not going to lie, I don't remember that very well, just because I think I was a little drunk that night. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember. You can't? No. Um. When, I think I just remember sitting around the fire and thinking about, like, how lonely I felt. Because <laughs> how lonely? <laughs> yeah, because like Emma was like all over Nick. Uh-huh. That, that's not a thing anymore, so yeah. I, I don't want to talk about it. But oh, like, <laughs> um, but like, I think I had just broken up with my boyfriend or just started talking to someone new, uh-huh. and I wasn't ready to introduce them to my friend group because I didn't know like how much I would be talking to my friend group over the summer and like mm-hmm. going into college and stuff. So I didn't yep. really want to introduce them to the friend group just because they have opinions sometimes and oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't like them to influence my opinions. So I just kind of felt lonely. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that was like just the only thing I remember. The only thing you're just looking up at the sky, just yeah. feeling lonely. Yeah. I just remember there was like a lot of weird conversations we had and that was about it. Well, that's a guarantee. Oh yeah, it was a, it was a random group of people there that night. Yeah, it was like you, me, Emma, Nick, Amber, and Kylie, maybe, and Shyla. I think so. And maybe Brady was there and Michaela, but I can't. I, I can't remember. I can't remember. That group is so big. Sometimes you never know who's going to show up. Mm-hmm. But you, were, I could not tell you were drunk at all. Yeah, I'm. I'm either really quiet or really loud. Perfectly describes you, Devin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm either really, really quiet, really, really loud. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll get to see the really, really loud side at some point while we're recording. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You definitely will. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Have you been hanging with uh, many people from Stoughton? Honestly, all? the uh-huh. only person I've like seen since I came home from school is Mallory. That's it? Yeah. Like, I mean, when I see people when I work at my mom's salon and stuff, and I see people mm-hmm. when I'm at the tree working, but like... I don't actually go out and hang out with people like that often because I'm so busy. But, um, like, I think I've hung out with Mallory maybe twice <laughs> and seen my friends from, like, skating and stuff like that uh-huh. like, twice. But besides that, it's all, like, my work friends because I'm around them so much at work. So not not, many, not really. Not much, <laughs> not much. Nope. Oh, <laughs> So you... How good friends? How good of friends are you with Mallory? Like best friends? Oh yeah, best she, friends. I would definitely call her my best friend. Mm-hmm. Were you around when she was dating my good friend? Yes. Yes, I was. What was it like when you were around them two together? Oh, it was freaking hilarious. Like, <laughs> um, he would 
pull up in his truck sometimes and like be dropping something off for her and and she would just like start messing around with me and it, it was it was absolutely hilarious like I would just be sitting there trying to act like normal because mm-hmm. why like I'm not gonna do anything I wouldn't do yeah and he would like she would just start like geeking out and be like ah, blah, 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 like and start running <laughs> around and I was like who are you and what have uh-huh. you done with my best friend because uh-huh. was she a completely different person around him I wouldn't say completely different. She was just, like, more excited. Ooh. Yeah. Like, like you know dogs and, like, how they're, like, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to sound really bad. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry if she's listening. But, like, you know how dogs get super-duper excited when they meet someone new? And, uh-huh. like, they start being, like, rah, 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 like, hi, I'm so excited to see you. <laughs> Let me paint on the floor real quick. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> like, that's kind of how she was. But she was, like, a little bit more laid back than a dog. Uh-huh. Oh. Like, you can definitely tell she was, like, happy and excited oh, yeah. to see him. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just remember, like, after they broke up, it was just really awkward. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. And mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Now, what about, like, have you talked to Emma at all or anyone else in town oh. at all? Do you even have streaks with anyone I think... Town? I don't know. I need to check. I don't, I'm only on Snapchat to Snapchat like two people. You're out of the loop. Yeah. Like the only people I Snapchat are, mm, mm. that's really bad actually. <laughs> what? I don't, the only people I Snapchat are Mal and like two guys that we went to high school with. Oh my. Yeah. You basically cut off everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Well, because like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. People, you- people don't talk and it's kind of hard to like actually enjoy snapping them if they don't talk to you mm-hmm. so yeah and kind of once a lot of people have started doing that where like once you get out of high school you just like you're, you're gone especially yeah. some people are great i noticed like i don't even see them at all they don't talk to anyone right like i don't like i don't have time to constantly be worrying about like if someone's gonna snap me and say something mm-hmm. so like i just don't snap them in general unless mm-hmm. if they actually need something like i don't um, have a streak with them or anything yeah my brother kind of does that but he just he doesn't use Snap at all unless oh. this is just straight up to communicate with people. I could never, like, just not use Snapchat. Like, yeah. I have so many friends in, like, uh-huh. different places where I will still want to, like, see their face, yeah. but not, like... Mm-hmm. I will definitely say I am kind of addicted to it. Like, even though I, like, don't... I don't feel like I need it. It's just, like, I always, like... Right. It's just the really fun to use. And I just feel like I've gotten, like, addicted to it. Right. Like, you we know? have different group chats. Like, my family has a group chat with uh-huh. my grandma and grandpa in it. Oh. Oh no! Oh no! Is right. Oh, I no. like. I have so many screenshots of my grandpa using like random, funniest fuck filters, and he, I kid you not, like, just goes at it with them, and he <laughs> expects us to screenshot, and it is my my grandma goes take your grandfather's phone away from him right now. <laughs> but having like your family members on Snapchat is not good. Oh, no. I mean, I, I have a family group chat, too, and a lot of times the stuff in the group chat is funny, but just the fact that they're seeing, even though I don't post much on my story, they're seeing my stories, they're seeing everything. You see, that's where private stories come in. Yes, yes. Yes. I haven't made a private story yet. You need to. Yeah, you I know I do. You need to. I know I do. I like, I mean, I should. That's the, a big thing that I learned when I went up to lacrosse. You need to make a private story, because if you accidentally post on your main and your parents see it, you're that's bad news you're done bear. you're yeah. done you're you're a goner mm-hmm. now yeah. now the last i heard from you 
up in uh, Viterbo. I think I said, I said that right, Viterbo. Yeah, Viterbo. Mm-hmm. Nursing. Studying nursing. Yeah, that's not happening yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening anymore. Nope. That's not a thing for me. Um, I kind of realized that the school was just not for me. Like, I loved the uh-huh. people, and I loved uh-huh. the environment and being able to go and do whatever I want away from home and, like, being able to go downtown with my friends and uh-huh. just pretty much just have a good time. I loved that, but I was having such a hard time, like, getting a hold of the material and, like, fully learning it because uh-huh. everything was online and in person. So, like, a lot of the time I couldn't even understand what was going on because we didn't get that personal time with the professors so I never got to like fully learn everything Mm -hmm. and it was just it was so hard for me to like balance school versus going out and having fun because I'd be like oh I don't have anything to do for school because we weren't in person so it's not that big of a deal Mm -hmm. I kind of feel you on that because I did the same thing I left Ripon where I was studying finance Mm -hmm. minor in Spanish said fuck that Came back, started a podcast. Right, uh-huh. exactly. Now, MATC. Yeah, MATC is good. Uh-huh. It is good. I like it. I love MATC. Mm-hmm. I go, I'm going there now for school for cosmetology, and I honestly could not be happier. I mean, I'm exhausted 24-7, but could not be happier. Okay. But, like, how long were you at Turbo? Mm. Fair to say. I was there from August to end of March. Ooh, that was a long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm paying for it, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to say how much you're paying for it, or is that Uh, confidential information? Oh, it's it's like 25 grand a year. So cutting that in half would be like 1,200, but I got like 25% of it back. Mm -hmm. Plus, I have to pay off all my loans. And they're really fucking me over by saying like, if you want to pay off your loans with interest, it's going to end up being $10,000. And I'm like, uh, no, fuck you. I'll pay (laughs) it No, fuck you. No, fuck you. Yeah. Like, Uh I'm sorry. You screwed me over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I got out pretty short term. I made it about a month, month and a half. Yeah. I was back come like October. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know how I stayed mm-hmm. so long. I was planning on leaving, yeah. like, January. I was oh. like, I need to get out of here. Like, I was in such a bad mental space. It was so bad. Because mm-hmm. there was nothing to mm-hmm. do. Our school was completely shut down. We, if we wanted to go out and get, like, if we wanted to go to the dining, like, center to get something to eat, uh-huh. we had to have our mask on. We couldn't even eat, like, indoors with people, if unless if you had four people to a table. And, like... I had a cute, like a whole group of friends who had friends and Mm -hmm. we all wanted to eat together. So that was like 10 people and we couldn't do that. Uh And we weren't allowed to have other people in our rooms. So I could never like have friends into my room. And if we wanted to hang out in like the lounge or something, we had to have our masks on constantly. We had to be constantly ready for our Ariane call to come through. And it was just bullshit. Someone actually called Ariane call on me one day. For what? My roommate and I were watching The Bachelor and apparently we were being too loud past our, like, quiet time hours or quiet hours. It was, like, 9.05, and we were screaming at the TV because of The Bachelor. I mean, you gotta scream at the, at the TV for The Bachelor. Come on. I mean, people make stupid mistakes on there. <laughs> like, it's... Uh-huh. Like, why not? Yeah. It was uh-huh. 9.05. Who the fuck is going to go to bed at 9 uh-huh. o'clock at night? Oh, uh, if, you, if you go to bed... At eight, 
at, at eight or nine o'clock at night, you and you don't, and you don't have no to life. work if you, if you don't have to work at like four in the morning, what are you doing? You clearly have no life. Yeah, come on, stay up until midnight and have a drink like the rest of us. Damn it! Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, was there like a a single experience or a single moment that you knew it was the end for, for Turbo, or was it like a gradual, like just, just gradually just chipping um, away? It at was it. definitely gradual. Huh. Um. It started off when I wanted to pierce my nose in one of our lounges. Ooh. And we got caught by Ariane Call with not having our masks on. Okay? Imagine uh-huh. Ariane Call walking through the door, me having an apple in my mouth and a needle in my nose, and then writing me up <laughs> for not having a mask on. That is bullshit. What was the, what was the consequences of the write-ups? I had to meet with my guidance counselor and a housing person to talk about why i didn't have a mask on and i was like i was literally eating an apple like you can't you can't write me up for eating in a community lounge like there's literally like a fridge and stove in there like you can't you can't <laughs> yell at me <laughs> you can't charge me but they told me that if i were to get like seen again without a mask on in like a community area they were going to charge me like 25 dollars. oh no yeah Seriously? Um, bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Devin's not putting up with that. No. She said fucking left the school. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. And like just the fact like I I was going through something at that time, so I was like I really need to be by my mm-hmm. family. So yeah. like I was like I can't do this anymore. I don't uh-huh. I don't want even want to go into nursing. I was pushed by my family into doing oh. it. Like they were kind of just like, "Yeah, I think nursing would be really good for you. You'll be helping other people. You love to help other people." Uh-huh. And you really like science, it'll be good for you. So I went to nursing school, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. So. How did that conversation go down with, uh, like, your parents? Like, like, I'm coming home. Um, My mom was actually really okay with it. Yeah. She, <laughs> she was like, I knew you were going to come home. Like, I knew that school wasn't <laughs> for you. I knew I could see it, like, constantly. Like, you were constantly <laughs> sad. And I... I just knew you would come home and want to go into cosmetology. Uh-huh. Like, you've always loved that stuff, yeah. and I was actually hoping you'd want to come home and yeah. do that. And then you said, well, Mom, you could have told me that $10,000 ago. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And my dad's kind of like, I don't want to put up with you this summer, so go find another job. I already have two jobs, and I'm going to school full-time. I really don't think I can do that. Nope. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I... I think there's mixed ideas about it with mm-hmm. like with my like more distant family um mm-hmm. like it's definitely something that we don't bring up or talk yeah. about oh yeah oh yeah just because my grandma was really hoping i could like become a nurse mm-hmm. and everything and my grandpa was really proud of me for going to college and living my dream uh-huh. and having a good time and I, I think after I explained everything to them and how I was just not very happy where I was, oh, yeah. they were kind of okay with it and ready for me to come home. So I felt the same thing. I mean, my parents were cool. They're like, okay, just figure out something else to do. Right. <laughs> and then I came home. My grandpa, he was he was like, why are you leaving? He like, kind of begged me. He was like, don't leave. Don't leave. And I was like, oh, I got to do it. I got to do it. Right. Like, if you're not happy, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, you mm-hmm. got to find yourself a better situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what we both did. So exactly, who team? I feel bad for the people that are still in college and like they despise it. Oh my god! Oh I my god. 
could never. I could never. Yeah. I would probably, if I would have still been at Viterbo, I probably would have been okay with my grades going to shit. Yeah. And it um, failed out, actually. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> and I would have been okay with it because if I failed out of that school, which if I go, I think it's either two semesters or three semesters with poor academic um, like performance, mm-hmm. they would actually fail me out and make me leave the school. So I was kind of like, I was, I was already on one month cause I didn't want to be there or like one semester. I had oh, yeah. already put in one semester of poor academic achievement. Ooh. What, so, what point is poor academic achievement? Is that like a GPA? Yeah. It's a GPA of 225 or less. So imagine the amount of work I'm putting in. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, literally none. Barely showing up to my classes because, mm-hmm. you know, Grey's Anatomy, The Bachelor, yeah, Grey's Anatomy, that's a long Criminal show. Criminal Minds. Yeah, there are a lot of seasons in those shows. You just got to yeah. watch them all. You got to watch them all in one period of time, and your pro- your professors don't understand that, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I was really close to just being like, no, I'm not going to come home. I'm just going to wait until they fail me out and send me home because of yeah. poor academic achievements. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Honestly, I feel like if you had to go that route, that actually kind of would have been fun to be like, Nah, kick me out. I dare you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. kind of would have been interesting. Oh, I would have loved it. Mm-hmm. But then, like, what made you choose the Turbo over, like, Edgewood? And, like, Edgewood's a real popular, like, nursing school. Um, If I'm being honest. Let's hear it. Edgewood had a lot of people that went to our high school going there. Mm-hmm. And same with Madison, like, ge- that general area. And I really didn't want to go somewhere where people would know exactly where I was from, exactly who Mm -hmm. I am and where I would have a reputation and everything. That's why lacrosse was amazing because everyone was from like Minnesota (laughs) or like way up North Wisconsin. Yep. Like my roommate was from Mondovi. Do you know where Mondovi is? Nope. Bio Claire. Oh. So like exactly like nobody knew who I was. So it was so good for me to make Mm -hmm. my own reputation and make myself known to them without them already knowing who i was oh yeah so it was perfect but did you bump into people from stone up there oh yeah oh, well yeah. i have a whole bunch of friends from mcfarland oh, yeah. that went to lacrosse so i bumped into them every once in a while um i bumped into Layla brashi once mm-hmm. um mm, i'm trying to think of who else i ran into i don't i don't remember if i ran into them i was probably drunk yeah don't, she doesn't remember you people. <laughs> <laughs> I made a lot of friends, though. So, oh, like, yeah. I would run into them, and I'd be like, oh, how are you doing? Like, random people off the streets, and I'd see them, like, twice a week. Mm-hmm. Don't even know how I know them, but I do. <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. great. So, you talked a lot about what you didn't like about for Turbo. What did you like about the school? Um, The people. The I people. loved, I absolutely loved my friends. Um, We don't talk that much anymore because, like, since I left, it kind of left like made that distance really yeah. hard for me to be friends with them and stuff. Yeah. But they always knew how to show me a good time and they were always there for me for moral support and like constantly making sure I was okay and constantly making sure that I had a drink in my hand when we oh, went out. That's a good friend and, right there. Oh yeah. And um like my roommate best person to have as your freshman roommate ever. Ooh. Like she did not care if I like vaped, she did not care if I drank. 
She did not care if I cried myself to sleep at night. She'd be there for me if I did uh-huh. cry myself oh, to yeah? sleep at night. But she she wouldn't care if I had the TV on playing The Notebook, crying You're to bed. You're a big fan of The Notebook? Oh, yeah. She and I both are. We watched it like a couple times. And do you cry every time? Not every time. Not every time. Just when you're in your It's feels. kind of worn off now. Same with A Star is Born. A Star is Born was my go-to cry movie. And now I just can't cry because I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, I also really liked this. There was this bar called Tequila's mm-hmm. and they let underagers in all the time. And mm-hmm. what you would do is you'd walk in, you'd place an order for a pitcher margarita, right? Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> and like, if you get it on the rocks, it's like 10 times stronger. So I always got mine on the rocks oh, yeah. and I orders it. I always ordered a chicken quesadilla with it just because, you know, chicken quesadillas are good as fuck. Uh-huh. And, um, we would always go there on Fridays and Thursdays because Thursdays, it was Tequila Thursday. Ooh. So like a big group of us would all go down and they had this loud music playing. They didn't care if you danced in the bar or if they if you danced in the dining room. Like you were just there to have a good time. And it was the best experience ever constantly, except for when we had to like run from the cops twice. But like it was good because mm-hmm. the cops constantly raided that bar. So we were always really nervous. They don't have their liquor license now. They got it oh. taken away right after I left. But oh, so all you all you people listening at Viterbo Lacrosse can't go there anymore. Yeah, you can't. So it's sad. Really, really sad. So sad. But I got into Brothers one time, and I that was the night I blacked out. Mm-hmm. That was the first night I blacked out ever. Okay, so now walk me through this blacking out experience. Okay, so what were you drinking? Um, I started off with a pitcher of margarita at tequilas and mm-hmm. then we made our way down to brothers where i had four captain and cokes double talls with grenadine okay and i also had a cherry bomb shot and a tequila shot before we got to brothers so like i had clearly overserved myself oh yeah and um so we're in brothers and i remember being in there a little bit like um, we were just kind of hanging out like dancing mm-hmm. like having a good time and I remember going to the bathroom by myself and like just having my own little dance party in the bathroom. Like <laughs> solo? It was, yeah, yeah. Well, because nobody needed to go to the bathroom with oh, me. Yeah. So I went by the bathroom by myself. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> um, then these two guys from the soccer team at Viterbo who are from like Chicago and Kentucky, I want to say. Okay. I don't know. I didn't know them at the time. Uh-huh. They picked us up. And they, they picked me and my friend Julia up. Okay. And I was, okay, picture this. I actually have pictures of this, but people that are listening can't actually see. Yeah. I had this, like, pair of mom jeans on with, like, this weird green colored shirt. Uh Uh-huh. And then an orange bomber jacket and red heart sunglasses. (laughs) So I looked fucking insane walking down the street, like. Uh, You're fine. Looking stupid, like, (laughs) walking diagonally. So they came and picked us up. And they were like, oh, we're missing tooth. And I was like, oh, they went to a bar or something. So apparently they went to a bar. Mm -hmm. I have a video of me saying something about how they went to a bar. Mm -hmm. We went to go look at Christmas tree lights and then went to Taco Bell. (laughs) And we got out of the car at the Christmas tree lights. And we started dancing around by the Christmas trees. And it, it was either me or my friend Julia. We, like, pole danced on this light bulb pole. (laughs) Like one of the light posts, <laughs> and and I just remember my Snapchats from that night, and it was like baby love baddie, 
And then it was like big heart eyes for Christmas trees or for Chris trees for Chris trees. Chris trees. And I had my red eye, like my red sunglasses on, and I probably thought it was absolutely hilarious in the moment, but mm-hmm. it's just fucking stupid. But apparently, I woke up to stories the next morning of how my roommate fell down a hill and fell onto the train tracks <laughs> trying to get into the car. <laughs> and I was like, Abby, what are you doing? And she was just, oh she was covered in mud when she woke up because she didn't change when we went to bed. Mm. She was covered in mud and she goes, I need to wash my sheets. I was like, what What did you do last night? Like, I, I don't remember. I don't know. Thing. What did you do? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it was like that was the one time I truly bad. Like blacked out. Now, what, at what point during the night did you black out? Like, when was when is the last memory just cut off? Mm, probably when we walked into Brothers. Okay. Because we pre-gamed at the dorm room. My roommate and I both had a shot of Captain, and then okay, we first went off Captain shots, garbage. Not if you put a little grenadine on top. We okay. Put, we feel like. We fill the shot glass up most of the way, and then you put, like, two drops of grenadine in it, and uh-huh. it's so good. So good. Okay, continue on. So, then we went to Tequila's, and there was, like, nobody there, because Tequila's closes at, like, 9, 30, 10 o'clock every night, because it's supposed to be, like, a family-style restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's not, no. but it's supposed to be, so that's what time they close. And, um... <sighs> <laughs> I drank a full pitcher of margarita within, like, 10 minutes. Oh. And it was on the rocks, too, so it was stronger. Uh-huh. And, like, it was just, it was just bad. And then I don't even remember how we got downtown. So <laughs> that's probably where the cutoff is. But <laughs> I was drinking Captain all night. I don't know how I can still drink Captain. Oh, yeah. Because I'm sure I threw up at one point, in the, like, in the night, but I don't remember it, so. Oh, yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, some of those drinks, like when you have them and you get real fucked up on them, you can never drink them again. For me, it's White Claw. Oh, for no m- more. I don't know what mine is. I think mine would probably be like this this one kind of vodka that tastes like strawberries. I just can't do it anymore. No more. It's, it's that's, like, that's a good one to not do again. <laughs> it's not good, but I can drink like the vodka strawberry lemonade, just not pure strawberry. It's just not not good for me. Mm-hmm. Also, no. if you listen to this one, uh, last week's episode, we were up north. Uh, Brady had to make himself throw up in the yard after we finished recording that one. And then Drew threw up in the yard. Oh, my God. Don't don't drink a Four loco after eight hours of drinking. Oh, my God. <laughs> a Four loco Never. They're actually, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Like, yeah. they taste good, but they do shit to your body. Oh, yeah. I had one. and uh, I mean... Brady had one after like eight hours of drinking, and then Drew had been drinking for probably Drew. He didn't come off him the next day, so he was still fucked up. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it happens, you know. It it just you never know when it's gonna happen, but it does. Mm-hmm. Now, how often did you party up there? What was was it like a a weekly thing? Was it like a every other day thing? It <laughs> was it was like a weekly thing, like. Thursday nights, we would go to tequilas. Friday nights, okay. we'd go to tequilas and probably a, either a house party or mm-hmm. downtown. And then Saturdays, we'd go to a house party. And then if, depending on how the house party was, we'd go downtown. So, like, <clears throat> it kind of just depend, like, on what I wanted to do. So, 
um mm-hmm. <laughs> you kind of determined where everyone was going yeah so and like if i was not feeling about going out that night mm-hmm. i would be the like dd for the group okay so like i would okay. go and hang out but i wouldn't i wouldn't like do like i wouldn't drink or anything i'd probably just like be social and make sure everyone was okay so oh yeah everyone every group needs that person oh yeah so. but for like classes up there were like most of them virtual Oh my god. It or, was it was so bad. Or was it just all just not good? <laughs> it was like so for one class you would have it like twice a week or three times. And one of those days would be online. Mm-hmm. And then for another class it would be like two classes are online, one in person. And there like before I left, all of my English classes were online. And my teacher literally just rambled the whole time about her hip surgery and how she doesn't want to take the meds because she doesn't want to get addicted to them. And she would just talk about how she lost feeling in her legs, so she had to go take her meds, but she doesn't want to take her meds. And it was just a whole cycle. So I didn't even pay attention to that class. It was bad. It That's was, okay. It was really bad. But, okay. like, I really hope things are better for them next year because... I think online school fucked a bunch of people over. Uh-huh. And, oh, yeah. like, sure, it helped when taking tests and doing homework and stuff. But, like, I, <laughs> like, you can't learn anything. Oh, yeah. Did you struggle a lot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. You're, yeah, basically. You struggled Like, a lot. it was, you can't just learn something by hearing it. You have to see it. You have to physically feel it. Like, that's me. I'm a big physical yeah. person. Like, uh-huh. if I want to learn something, I have to write it down, and then I have to see it being done in front of me. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to do that when it's on a blurry fucking screen <laughs> over Zoom because your teacher has poor connection. Yeah. They're in the, the teacher's in their basement. It's all fuzzy. And they most of them didn't even know how to work Zoom. They didn't. They didn't. Especially at Viterbo. They're all old uh-huh. and, like, don't know shit remember, about online. Uh, I remember my in my one month I was at Ripon, there was this one teacher who we all got into the Zoom chat. We were just waiting for him to join. He didn't join. They just emailed the class. And he was like, looks like Zoom's down for the day. We're not having class. I'm like, okay, Zoom is definitely working. We were all here. He did, had no idea what was going on. Or the worst was like, okay, for the worst part about Zoom, breakout rooms. Oh my god. Half the time I was put in a breakout room with someone that didn't know jack shit, someone that didn't want to talk, and uh-huh. someone that wanted to talk the entire time only about school and only about the assignment. Like, no. If I'm in a breakout room, I'm going to talk about what the, whatever the fuck I want, <laughs> and everyone's going to help me with the assignment. Oh, of course. Uh-huh. I mean... I. And, like, there were days where I was like, I'm not doing jack shit. I'll sit on the Zoom and I'll try to help you guys, but I'm not doing fucking shit. Don't expect anything out of me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to approach things, Devin. That should be my, like, people's expectations. Like, don't expect anything from me. I could either be having a really good day where you get a lot or really bad. But I don't want that to be because I, I usually perform pretty well. Yeah. Like, I can usually... Yeah. Do anything. I had a lot of classes with you, Devin, and you seem to do pretty well. <laughs> you mean Spanish? Spanish? I sucked. I, but you tried. I, I definitely tried. You definitely tried. Yeah. But you, and Deadman loved me because I tried. Uh-huh. But, like, I could not pronounce words to save my life. That was the one thing I struggled with the most. <laughs> so, like, when it came to, like, talking in a group, people couldn't understand what words I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. So it was so bad. People didn't understand, like, if I was saying, like, oh, I don't even know. Yeah. I, I forgot pretty much all Spanish. 
it's kind of like a don't need it uh, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now, what are you studying at MITC? Cosmetology. Oh, yeah, cosmetology. You definitely yeah. told me that. Yeah, so it was like online for three weeks. And it was like all book work, and it was really boring and super stressful. And now it's finally in person. Last week was my first full week of in person. How's that? It's going really well. We started cutting hair on Monday, and today I actually got a manicure from Ooh. a partner in my class. Um, and we like it's so much better in person because you oh, learn yeah. you learn so much more. Uh-huh. And I feel like I can actually be successful as a cosmetologist oh, yeah. rather than Especially, nursing. Yeah. I mean, a cosmetologist, you got to be in person to be a cosmetologist. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like, you'd think that for pretty much anything. Yeah, it's, like, even it's, a nurse, too. you think right. you'd have to be in person exactly. to be a nurse. Exactly. But, yeah, I don't know. I like it so much more. Mm-hmm. And, like, the way the schedule is, it's really hard because it's super exhausting because you have to have a certain amount of hours. I think it's like 1,500 hours. Ooh. And that's that's a lot of time that's to a do lot in of a hours. year. Yeah. And we'll be done by, like, this time next year. Like, this time next year, I'll be able to get a job and, like, start working at a salon and stuff. Oh, and, yeah. But, like, the hours are crazy. It's like 8.30 to 5.30 every day. And... It, like, I mean, of course, there's, like, little breaks in there for lunch yeah. and, like, little breaks to go to the bathroom and stuff. But, like, it's crazy how exhausting it is. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you if you really love it, I, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, I get so excited to go to school and, like, learn this stuff and actually practice on the mannequins and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. like, going to bed at night, I can't fall asleep because I'm going to be thinking about, like, oh. I have to get up in the morning, and then I have to do this, this, and this after school, oh, yeah. and now I just can't fall asleep because there's too much on my mind, and <sighs> it's just, it's a whole cycle. It's a whole cycle. It but, really is. But I'm also taking classes at MATC, but I'm sticking to completely online. Oh. Because MATC online, they got that shit down. I bet you they do. Oh, yeah. Those teachers have been teaching online for like 10 years now. <laughs> exactly. I swear. So it's all done. So basically what I do is I, especially with... This last semester, I would, uh, I do throughout the week, I do online and I get fucked up on the weekend on this podcast. And that's what I do. Yeah. I do. And I like it. Yeah. That's what I do for school. I, uh, except for starting soon, I'm going to have to work during the week. But for school, I go to school every day from like eight to five. Mm-hmm. And then on the weekends, I work as a bartender at my, at the supper club I've worked at since I was like 15. And, Ooh. The hours there, if you work from three to close, the hours are crazy. So, like, this week, for example, I work from 8.30, or I go to school from 8.30 to 1.30 tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And then on Saturday, or no, that night, I get to work at 3 o'clock. So, Friday night, 3 o'clock to close. So, that could be anywhere from, like... 10.30 to 1 o'clock, depending on how busy we are and how, what the crowd is and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, I have to wake up at 8 a.m. to go to work at my mom's salon. So, yeah. And that's, like, a fun job, but it can also be boring at times if you're working by yourself. And Where is the salon that you work at? um, It's Lotus Salon. It's the salon, like, right behind Culver's. Oh, yeah. That's where my brother goes, actually. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So I work there from eight to four on sat on some Saturdays, mm-hmm. and then depending on if someone can take my shift or not, I'm kind of waiting to hear back from them. But I like would go straight from my job at the salon straight to the restaurant to work as a bartender mm-hmm. from four to close. So like my weekends are jam packed. Like mm-hmm. you're lucky if you can get a hold of me. Oh yeah. I know. I've I've, I've been trying (laughs) this podcast episode. It took a while to schedule. Yeah. I'm glad I got you in, though. Yeah. It was, oh, my gosh. These last couple of weeks Uh have been crazy. Yeah. But then how is bartending for you? You enjoy it? Yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, the only thing is is that, like, if I'm having a conversation with somebody and I kind of, I want to, like, step out of that conversation and not really continue or Mm -hmm. finish it, I can't because I'm trapped behind the bar. Oh, yeah. So I can't be like, oh, yeah, sorry, I've got to go and run someone else's food. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. No, no. I literally have no excuse except for, oh, sorry, I have to go make this guy's drink, and his drink is full. So no excuse. <laughs> but is it good paying, though? The tips are good. Tips are good. The tips are good. I think, I don't even know how much I make hourly. Like, I I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm going to get paid. I'm knowing, like, I know I'm going to get tips, so there's no big deal to that. But, like, I know so many people now Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't have known before. And it's definitely helped because I feel like nowadays you have to, like, to get anything you want, it has to be through connections. Oh, yeah. You need all the connections you can get. Yeah, exactly. So, like, working at a bar where old people go, Mm -hmm. definitely a good place to make connections. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I feel like once I start with the cosmetology program, like, I can dial back on how much I work at the Maple Tree. And oh, I bet tree. you I could get so many clients from there, too. Oh, like yeah. It's, like, I'll I'll be doing just fine. So, yeah. Do you get along with your coworkers, though? Yeah. Yeah. I love my coworkers. Oh, they're yeah. all, like, 25, though. And I'm, oh, yeah, you're good. like, baby over here. But they're all, they're always, like, trying to get me to drink and stuff. And I'm, like, I can't. I have class tomorrow. Like, it'll be on a Sunday night, and they're going to be, like, you want a shot of tequila? And I'm, like, I have to go to school tomorrow. <laughs> like, I can't. I physically cannot drink because I have a 15-drive home, like, a 15-minute drive home. Uh-huh. I don't want to get caught on the way home because McFarland police officers are crazy strict. Like Oh, yeah. Like, if you're going three over, they will pull you over. So I have to be like very careful driving home if I have a shot or anything. And then on top of that, like I just like it's so hard for me to connect to them because they're they're all grown up. They all go to school or have full time jobs mm-hmm. and just work at the tree because of the people that work there because they like that. So it's a little I get along with all of them. It's just a little weird because I'm like baby over here just out of high school and they're all like. 30 years old, married, and trying to have kids. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you ever been pulled over before by those McFarland police? <sighs> Never been on top of you? Not by a McFarland police oh. officer. I I haven't even ever been pulled over. Oh. You're good I, then. A good driver here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm actually a very bad driver. <laughs> I will admit to that. Throwing yourself right under the bus. There's multiple people that can attest to that too, like Emma and Mallory. I drove to a f- hockey game one night, uh-huh. and they were freaking out because they thought I was merging into a semi, and they thought I was going to hit a semi, and I wasn't, but they still think I'm a bad driver to this day, 
I'm just a very fun driver. I like to make yeah. things fun in the car because spontaneous. Yes, it's a it's a moment of release. Like in the car, if you have a moment of release, you take it. Uh huh. Like I play my music so loud in my car because it's a moment of release for me. Yeah. I could care less if <laughs> I get pulled over for playing my music too loud. Like if that's they, what you're gonna pull me they over for, they can't pull you over for that. I I think I don't think they can either. But you never know. Yeah, but at the same time, like. I don't know. I mm-hmm. apparently I'm a bad driver, but like if my parents are in the car, I have to be a good driver. So. Of course, of course. Yeah. You, you, you ever look over and see like your parents holding on to like the, the <laughs> yeah, handle or the thing, side thing. Or the side thing, like slow like, down. They're like, all right, you're gonna turn right here. Oh, oh thanks, yeah. mom. <laughs> and you just like pull a full right hand turn. Mm-hmm. Now, what kind of music are you jamming out to in that in the car? What's <sighs> blasting? Just. Toby Keith. Toby Lately, Keith. it's been Toby Keith. Toby um, um, Big and Rich. A lot of older country music. Not like crazy old, like 80s, but like 2000s era when it was okay. all very happy. So like back in the, like back when I was younger, my dad used to play like really upbeat and happy country music that would like <laughs> resembles like something that I thought was happy, but apparently it wasn't crazy happy. So like it would... Like, it brings that serotonin to me now that I know, like, all the lyrics and what the meaning is behind it. Like, I... Get a head rush? I get so excited. <laughs> I, I like, jam my music. Like, if someone pulls up to me at a stop sign and they see me there and I'm just jamming out, just just ignore me. Mm-hmm. Please, just Look ignore the other me. way. Yeah, just... Enj- or enjoy the show if you want. Like, <laughs> fully. You can enjoy the show. So, yeah. Yeah. But older country music. Mm-hmm. It's my jam. All right. I'm going to reel this back in. All right. Now, why summer classes? Okay. Okay. So it would either, I would have either had to start in May when I did. Oh, or oh wait yeah. Or until February because of how the cohorts are with the school. They can only take so many, like, people in the school uh-huh. for cosmetology at a time. Because of some regulation, I don't, I don't know. I think it's just because they have to manage so many students and how many hours they are and their personal needs. They can only have so many students at a time. Mm-hmm. So it would either be me starting like back in May, or start like end of January, beginning of February. And I was like, no, I want to get on with my life. I want to start this. I need to get this going because if I don't, I'm never gonna do it. Yeah. And then are they those accelerated classes that they offer? Are they just normal length, like 16 weeks? Or are they like eight weeks just oh, compressed? Um, it, some of them are and some of them aren't. Okay. Like I have one class that's called like cosmetology science. And um, that class is six weeks long. And it's kind of merged with another class. So it's like that class material is accelerated but like everyone that's in the cosmetology program at, in the may cohort is in that class so it kind of just like there's nothing important about the class it's like a class that you have to take but it's just like not as long as the other classes okay next so no more spanish you've given up on your spanish dreams Devin? i've never had spanish dreams no no the only the god to like Swear to God, the only reason I was in Spanish ever uh-huh. was because I liked Deadman, I liked my friends in the class, and I needed time. Like, 
to just enjoy my life. Back in high school, like, oh, yeah. I could not tell you how many times I walked into Denman's class <laughs> crying because that's how much I hated life in high school. Oh. But, like, after 20 minutes of sitting in her class, uh-huh. it, I would be so much happier because Ali would be by my side playing mm-hmm. Big Time Rush. Like, that, uh-huh. my life just got so much better after hanging out in that <laughs> classroom. So I s- stayed in Spanish just uh-huh. for that. Dude, I haven't seen Ali in forever. I, I think haven't she's in, talked to her in forever I think either. she's in town right now. I don't know. I've seen, I think uh, she was in Colorado at one yeah, point Yeah, for a time. long time. But I saw her on like Chloe Newmeyer's story the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So I think she's in town. Yeah. I might have to get her on the show. We'll see. I have no clue. I have no clue. That'd be hilarious. All she would talk about is how you're colorblind. That's all she would talk about. <laughs> that that oh, class man. is where my... I still have that TikTok on oh my phone. God. <laughs> that class is where my colorblindness came to light. Because I think <laughs> we were talking about... I think it was like the, the stupid art unit in Spanish. And then it was like... <laughs> she asked what color something was. And I was like, no sé. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my and she's God. like, what do you mean you don't know? I'm like, I'm colorblind. And then I was like, What? <laughs> What? And I was like, oh, that's where it all started. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That was the time. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I just, I remember Ale, Kayla, and I just gave you shit all the time for that. I took it like a champ, though. You did. You mm-hmm. really did not care. I didn't care at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just, the only other guy was Colin. So, Colin. yeah. The other guy I haven't seen in forever. And then finally, Yuri joined our senior year, which I liked Yuri. <laughs> Yuri. Um, I remember there was another guy. Like, there were so many guys that came in and out of our class just because of, like, oh, our yeah. age grouping. Like, Trenton Conklin, Jack Gardner, uh-huh. um, <laughs> Xander Hartberg. Um, there was, like, one or two more, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I can't remember either. But, oh, yeah. my God. Uh, Colin. Uh-huh. Colin knew how to fuel my fire. That <laughs> man could get me pissed off in one second. Yeah. He, he was pretty good at that. Oh my god. I remember the one the one distinct moment that I remember is I had rolled my ankle at practice that morning uh-huh. doing off ice and he I rolled my ankle so it was swollen and he goes do you have cankles? And I was like, oh my <laughs> God, you need to leave the room right now because I'm going to throw a book at you. Like, you do not say that to a woman. And I was like, I do not have cankles. I just need ice because my <laughs> my my ankles are swollen because I hurt them. Okay? Shut the fuck up. Oh my God, that kid. <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny though. It yeah, is, it but is. like... <laughs> I was so pissed off at him that day. That's understandable. Well, of course. Yeah. It's Colin. Yeah. <laughs> he was a champ. He, me and him worked on like every assignment together because obviously he's the only other guy. So yeah, tough. Powered through it. But I, do you feel like time flies when you're in the podcast studio? You've been in here for 47 minutes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it definitely does. I've just been talking a lot. Time flies oh. when I talk a lot. So yeah, that's what the podcast is all about. Yeah. Perfect place to talk a lot, Devin. I, I know. And it's going to be online forever. Oh, perfect. Perfect. You're going you're gonna to look back at the, uh, at this in like 10 years. And I'm going to be like, my voice sounded like that. Oh, my God. Or yeah. I can't believe I said that about myself. God. Your voice doesn't sound bad at all, though. I feel like it does. Like, 
I'm getting over a cold right now. Uh-huh. So, like, it's, I'm super congested. And, um, like, I just, I feel like I smell, sound like an old man. But, like, with a girly voice. I don't know. I, I never can fully, like, comprehend the sound of my uh-huh. voice. Because when I hear it in videos, I'm like, no, that is not how my voice sounds. Like, my voice is deeper than that. And it, apparently, it's, like, very high-pitched and annoying. Uh-huh. But... Yeah. So, you're saying you're not going to listen to this podcast when it comes out? You're not going to listen to your own voice for, like... No, I will. Oh, you will? I will. I mean, I know it's going to be on it, so... Yeah. I mean, why not? But, like, my voice is just annoying, like always. So, it's it's it'll be fine. It'll be fun. I'll get, I'll get over it. Mm-hmm. But if you're still listening to this, obviously you haven't found your voice annoying, so. I, I guess. There, you win. Way to go. Way to go. <laughs> you made it almost 50 minutes in. Listen to us to talk. What a champ. What a champ. Now, next subject. We're moving on past all the school shit. When did you first get into skating? That had been a lifelong thing? Oh, my God. I was eight years old. And actually, my dad wanted me to play hockey before I even tried figure skating. Mm. So he would make me to go to, like, all the try hockey for free stuff because my dad was a hockey coach. My brother played hockey. My dad had played hockey his whole life. He's like, let's let's get you to try hockey. Or let's get oh. you to try hockey. Okay. So, like, he made me go to all this floor hockey stuff. And over the summer, like, I'd come out, like, drenched in sweat because it was in the Mant Center. And the Mant Center is hot as shit in the <laughs> summer. <laughs> and then, like... After that, he was like, let's go have you do try hockey for free. Maybe you'll like it more when it's on the ice. And I was like, no, dad, I want to be a figure skater. Like, I want to be a figure skater, dad. And apparently, my mom was like, all right, we're going to get her to try it. We're going to take her to learn to skate lessons, see if she likes it. Maybe get her a coach if she's good at it and stuff. And, of course, I was baller at it Mm -hmm. because my dad had put me into hockey. So, yeah. yeah, But now the only thing is, is, like, every time I'm on the ice – my coach tells me that I skate exactly like a hockey player with my positioning um. and, like, how my posture is. So, yeah, it wasn't so elegant. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah. like, where would you skate? Like, was it always at the Manset or? It was or the was McFarland like, Ice Rink. The McFarland Ice Rink? Okay. Yeah, because that's where our club held ice. Okay. We didn't get any ice time at Mant. So, um. ev- like, I would, <laughs> I would go to morning ice mm-hmm. and be there by 5.30 before school and then drive home from McFarland while changing in the car. Like, my mom's driving me home to school, mm-hmm. me changing in the back of her car, getting ready for school, dro- getting dropped off at school, going to school, and then after school I would take dance classes for skating to fix my posture and everything. So it was just a whole oh cycle. I don't know how I made it out of high school because, honestly, <laughs> I should have failed out because of how busy I constantly was. But, yeah. Was the training really hard? No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, if you've never had any kind of like dance or skating experience, it's definitely a little hard and challenging. Like your body doesn't know those positions very well, but I was in dance when I was younger and I also did hockey. So it was perfect. Like it worked out perfectly for me. I knew how to hold those positions. And like after a while you just get the repetition and you get it down. So you get it. It works out just fine. And how would you rate yourself at skating? I, I, obviously, I've never seen you skate. How would you rate yourself like a 1 out of 10? Um, I mean, I haven't skated in a while. Ooh. So, like, are we talking, like, now or, like, when in I was... In your prime. Okay, that would be, like, junior year. So, like, um... Are you tearing up the competition? Well, is, like, 10 Olympic level? Sure, yeah. 
Okay, then I was definitely like a four or five. Because there's no, I would never go to the Olympics. I was never, never. like that dedicated to go to the Olympics. Okay. Like I was dedicated to the sport and like loved mm-hmm. to compete, loved to skate and everything. But I would never want to take it as far as the Olympics. Never? Never. Oh my God. Oh my. I would be so stressed out. Oh yeah. I could. I like I could it stressed never. you out enough. I could never. I mean, like I've seen like. Like obviously, if you're like if you're a figure skater, you follow people that figure skate in the Olympics and stuff like that. And I followed them for quite a while and like learned about them and stuff. And their lives are very hard. Like constant training, didn't have a like that was their job, and I just wasn't willing to give that stuff up. Nope. So, yeah, no. But then obviously, you're pretty good friends with the people you skated with, right? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, those. Um, I had a whole group of friends there. And they're mostly from McFarland. I had one from Edgerton and one from um, La Follette. And we don't talk very much uh-huh. now. I talked to maybe two or three of them. But, like, they were, like, the people I constantly turned to. If something went wrong. or Like, they saw me at 5.30 in the morning. Like, if you're willing to see me at 5.30 mm-hmm. in the morning looking like absolute garbage, then obviously you're a true friend. And, like, if you're willing to talk to me at that time, like, when my brain is obviously not on, then, yeah, you're obviously a true friend. So, yeah, I have a lot of friends from skating. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Then what was your worst moment from skating? Um, <laughs> oh. I had just gotten back from mono. Like, I had mono, so okay. I was out for two, the two weeks that I had mono, and then my doctor wanted me to recover for an extra three weeks. Because my something could burst if I fell on it wrong, and oh great, yeah. So I had just gotten back, and I was there at five thirty to go and skate, and I stepped on the ice with my guards on, and my guards are like rubber, so they don't work on the ice, and I totally fell on my <sighs> stomach, and my coach was freaking out because she thought that. My, I think it's my spleen that would burst uh-huh. because of my mono. And she was freaking out. And I was like, la- I was dying laughing <laughs> because she ran on the ice and all my friends were around me like, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, I am completely fine. Like, don't, <laughs> you, you, are, like, I'm the last person you guys should be worried about right now. But like the fact that they thought I was so fragile in that moment <laughs> obviously pissed me off. Because oh, yeah. I'm not a fragile person. Like, I, I can be emotionally, but, like, physically, I'm not fragile whatsoever, oh, especially yeah. for skating. Like, you couldn't even count how many times I fell on my ass at practice, but, like, I don't have one bruise to prove it. Like, I'm not very fragile when it comes to skating, mm-hmm. so it's not really that, like, big of a problem if I fall. Oh, yeah. So, like, I was really pissed off that day. Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah. On this next thing, now this may lead us down kind of like a rabbit hole, but I would say that uh, the fact that you skated kind of, I would say, made your type what it is. Oh, it definitely did. Oh, my God. Yeah, it definitely did. Yeah, I could say you are very, very into the the hockey boys. I am. You are? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a problem. It's a problem? It's an addiction and... Uh Uh-huh. I'm I'm working to get over it, you know. Um, my last boyfriend actually didn't play hockey. Oh, oh, I know, but the like someone that I'm talking to now, like a lot of my friends oh, yeah. that are guys play hockey. 
So it's really hard for me not to like fall for them because I know them so well. Oh yeah. So like it's just very very hard mm. not following a type. But like another thing with my type is like I am a cosmetologist, right? So I like oh, guys yeah. with good hair, and like I've always loved hair. Oh. Like and guys with good hair just okay. That makes so much more sense because every guy has had long hair with you <laughs> yeah it, they have even my last boyfriend who played baseball like like i can just i can just tell you like my first big boyfriend that i had played hockey and he had a gorgeous head of hair like gorgeous like italian hair uh-huh. like beautiful <laughs> You know, he cut it into a mullet every once in a while, and I was okay with that. And then, like, <laughs> then we broke up, which was bummer, but um, really big bummer. But mm-hmm. um, then a while after that, I started talking to this new guy, and he was also from McFarland. Uh-huh. I have to get out of there, by the way. Yeah, like, no I more just, McFarland. No more McFarland. You're out, you're I need to focus that. on other places. Maybe Oregon's a good one. Yeah. Or uh, I don't oh, even know. I like Edgerton, Oregon. Maybe I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But he was also from McFarland, and he hadn't even thought to grow out his hair until after, like, bef- right before we met. He was like, "Yeah, I'm growing out my hair. I've kind mm-hmm. of always wanted to see how it would look longer." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, I really yeah. like it. Like, yeah." Um. But yeah, the long hair thing is definitely a problem. And same thing with hockey. Like, if you can play hockey, and like, I think it's also like the fact that hockey players can have so much aggression. Oh, yeah. And I love seeing that played out. That gets you every time. It gets you every time. (laughs) Well, like, just being able to go and watch hockey games and see their aggression, it's Uh like, oh, yeah, way to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they got the long hair, and it's just, just, oh, oh, just loses her mind. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, yeah, it's a problem. Uh I know, I'm trying to solve it, but it's not going very well. No. Yeah. What what other group of of guys catches your attention? Anything else? Yeah, what other group? Is it just the hockey guys? Is that it? That all it's doing it nowadays? I don't know. I mean, I've been kind of, like, getting more into, like, I don't want to say country guys, but, like, okay. the guys that, like, go into, like, contract and, um, like, do electrical for their for a Ooh. living. Like, I don't know why, but, like, <sighs> this is going to sound really bad and dirty, but, like, a it. guy who can get his hands dirty and not be afraid of it. Like, if you're afraid, <laughs> if you're a guy and afraid to get your hands dirty, then you obviously have, like, some problem that you need to go see a therapist about. All right, boys. <laughs> you're here. Get your hands dirty if you want to be with Devin. Well, I'm just saying, like. Just saying. It's it's not something that you should, like, be worried about. Like, uh-huh. dirt washes off of your hands. And if yeah. anything, go get an antibacterial, like, uh-huh. medication. Mm-hmm. Some guys are such pussies these days. Oh, let's talk about it. What about it? Well, like, in what ways are they pussies? Come on. Like. I mean, you've had your experiences, I'm sure. I have. Like, it's just really hard because guys don't understand, like, that a girl can be okay with them not texting them 24-7. Or that, like, like, for me, like, Mm -hmm. I'm almost never on my phone unless if like i'm talking to someone like uh, sorry guys like currently talking to a guy right now but like yeah yeah but like 
every time my phone lights up, I uh-huh. look at it. Oh, I yeah? don't, I don't reach for it. I don't actually like go to respond. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's okay for you not to want to be super clingy and constantly texting them back and everything. But I don't think a guy understands that because if I were to leave a guy on red because I don't want to talk in that moment or I'm busy or I'm at work or something, uh-huh. they get pissy and emotional and you don't like me anymore. Why <laughs> is it because this and this and this? No, no, no. It is because I do not have the emotional or like the emotional concept and the time concept and mm-hmm. everything down enough to talk to you. Like I, I physically cannot make time for mm-hmm. this situation right now. And some guys can be such pussies and not understand that and uh-huh. take it to a whole nother level to the point where they're starting to blame you for stuff. Oh, and damn. yeah, it's bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, now I can, I can ramble on for days. How, about how that long one. after a guy does something like that do you, Cut it off. Oh, um, well, let's bring in an example here. Oh, yeah. So my ex-boyfriend, we'll give him the name John. Okay. So he, John was constantly, like, in a mood. He was constantly in a mood, constantly sad, constantly anxious, constantly, like, Wanting me to make him feel better, pretty much, about Okay, life. okay. And I did not have the emotional capacity to give him that. Because I had school, I had work, I had skating, I had stuff that I didn't have time. Like, I already didn't have time for my own personal life. How am I going to have time to give you happiness? Mm-hmm. And he was one of those guys that enjoyed eating sushi. Like, I don't know about you, but, like, oh, if a guy I- enjoys eating sushi... And, like, makes a point for you to go and eat sushi. I hate sushi. Uh, so do I. Like, <laughs> if, if a guy, like, makes you go and eat sushi instead of, like, uh-huh. hanging out grilling pork chops out on the grill, like, yeah, there there's obviously some pussy concept to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's either being, like, I don't want to say monopolized because I don't know exactly what that word means. Yeah, yeah. But they're either being, like, monopolized by some female figure in their family or life. Oh, yeah. Or they're being taken advantage of by other emotional components. So they need to get their pussy straight and figure out what's going wrong so their dick can actually lead them in the right direction. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. That's all she has to say about that. I, I need to meet a man that knows what he wants. Cause I that, that might be hard to find, especially, it, especially at this oh age. Oh my god! At and this age, there's no such thing as a first date anymore. Did you know that? What do you mean? In our generation, we go from um, start like someone adding you on Snapchat. Uh-huh. You guys start talking, and then you guys finally hang out for the first time. Uh-huh. There's no actual first date. You guys have been yeah. talking for so long. You go from talking to hanging out to being in a relationship. Uh-huh. Never. Oh yeah, we went on a date and we had a lot of fun and. I think we're going to hang out or go on a date the next day. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's very, very casual and it's not fun anymore. Does that that kill you on the inside? It kind of does because like I grew up watching those romantic comedies where you go on dates and like, I want that. So, and I can't have it because of our generation. So it's probably a problem. Were you born in the wrong generation? I honestly think I was. Oh yeah. I think I should have been born in the nineties. Yeah. I could I could see myself being in the nineties, mm-hmm. definitely. Now, you seemed you seem very well versed on relationships. I want you to give me 
some advice. I'm gonna I'm gonna blur out the name of the girl that I'm going for now. Okay, okay. I'm gonna write down a timestamp. Okay. That's what I'm going for. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay, here's what you gotta do. You gotta yeah. be bold. Be bold. A girl like who what name you just told me. Uh-huh. She likes to be swept off her feet. Okay. She likes the fairy tale. She likes uh-huh. the idea of someone wisping her away and just okay. making everything okay. Like I, I was uh-huh. that kind of girl. Like uh-huh. I wanted someone to tell me that everything was gonna be okay. And right. I know for a fact that if you were to say, Hey, would you like to grab dinner sometime? Maybe go and drive around and watch the yeah. sunset later. Yeah. Like she would probably be all up for it. You just have to be bold enough to make that statement. Mm-hmm. And if she turns you down, you can't be a complete dick about it. Uh, obviously. I know. I'm but not that guy. <laughs> I, I know. I know. But, but like, if you do become a di- like a big dick about it, she will always remember that and she will never let you have a second chance. So, <laughs> I'm just speaking yep. from experience yep. and yep. From knowledge. So, yep. yes, that is exactly how it would go with her. So, you just got to be bold and got to just trust your gut and everything and you'll be fine okay now this episode will be coming out damn near like a month after this is recorded so hopefully by the time you're hearing this you should good you should, <laughs> i can bet you my top dollar it did oh yeah not my bottom dollar my top dollar mm-hmm. it'll work oh yeah i hope so i really hope so i do too oh, yeah. that'd be good for you guys uh-huh mm-hmm. i think it'd be good yeah 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 Definitely. Evan's in agreement. Yeah. yeah. I'm shaking my head. You can't see it, but I'm shaking my head. Yeah. Next thing. Obviously, a lot of time in SHS. What pissed you off the most about it? Oh, uh, my God. I felt like a lot of the time at SHS, there wasn't really anyone there for you. Like, if you were going through okay. something, yep. they would just recommend you to see a therapist. Just, Just go see a therapist about it or talk to your parents about it. I didn't feel comfortable going to see a therapist until I was a junior. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, um, I had forced my parents into letting me go to therapy because they didn't think I needed it. Oh, and oh no. <laughs> I think if my teachers would have taken me seriously, like Deadman, Deadman definitely took me seriously. Mm-hmm. She sent me to the guidance counselor one day because of something that happened in class. And it was a very emotional day for me that day. So oh, yeah. she definitely saw it. She definitely thought I needed to speak with someone. And I think if, like, our teachers cared a little bit more about, like, what's going on in our personal lives. Because as teenagers, we don't know what exactly is going on with our lives. We don't exactly know what we're going to do with our lives after high school. And I think if our guidance counselors and our teachers and just even, like, the students there actually gave a fuck mm-hmm. about what we were going to do with our lives afterwards, and if we were going to be okay after high school, I would have come out just fine. I would have, oh, yeah. I wouldn't have even gone to the turbo. So, oh, yeah. Been a, a star child. I would have been so much better in life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Perfect. I would have, oh my God, my parents would have even loved me more. <laughs> they would have. They'd <laughs> love me more than my brother. <laughs> now I got to ask this because... I was a lot different in high school. What did you think of me in high school? You were really quiet. Oh, yeah. You were super quiet. Um, You were definitely like, um, I feel like, I don't want to say awkward, 
Uh-huh. But you were, like, awkwardly quiet. Like, you wouldn't say yes, anything unless I, if someone yep. was, like, directly asking you, like, Jake, are you colorblind? You would have been like, yes, Devin, I am colorblind. Yes. Like, you would have yep. been, like, very direct with how you wanted to say things. <laughs> and I think it was just because you were really shy. Because oh, yeah. it definitely took me a good week to warm up in Deadman's class. Uh-huh. But it took me a good two years in high school to warm up to everyone around me to the point where I could <laughs> wear sweatpants. And I don't know if anyone <laughs> saw that in high school. Like, I, I would look nice every single day of school, except for when we hit junior year, I wore spe- sweatpants, like, every other day because I did not give a fuck. But, like, it definitely took you a little bit of warming up and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because towards the end of the, like, I think it was junior year. Because uh-huh. I think I stopped taking Spanish in senior year. year. Yeah. But towards the end of junior year, you started to open up your shell a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think towards like senior year like you finally got a little bit more laid back and like mm-hmm. you're not as awkward and uncomfortable so oh, yeah yeah i don't know definitely yep you're i remember you pretty much being about the same mo- kind of the same i the way through but it takes yeah. me a little bit to warm up and uh-huh. to trust people with who i am or right. it definitely did that back in high school i don't know about now but um when i was in high school i was very like conserved because my mom had pounded this image into my head that what you say today will Mm -hmm. last forever (laughs) oh my someone could bring that up in any conversation and make you feel horrible about it (laughs) and um it was just like i i was like all right i i need to live with this i need to make sure i don't say anything stupid i need to make sure people don't think i'm crazy or weird or like and like there was so much going on at school like we had people that were constantly like, oh, so you're not, you're not the horse girl, right? You're the horse girl? <laughs> like, no, I don't need that. Like, I don't, I don't need to feel awkward because of something I wear. Yeah. Like, if I wear a flannel, which I wear literally every day now, mm-hmm. like, that does not make me anything. Like, you mm-hmm. could come up with so many different situations in, my, in your head that I could possibly be, and that does not make me anything. So I dressed the way my mom wanted me to dress, and I was very quiet, except for in yep. Spanish class. I was not very quiet in Spanish class. Um, but, like, I was I was very closed off and everything because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings by mm-hmm. saying something mean or having something come out of my mouth the way I didn't want it to be. So, yeah, it took right. me a little bit to warm up. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what this show is all about. It's just kind of everyone showing their flaws. Oh, yeah. Tell, telling some crazy shit. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of flaws. Um. <laughs> uh, you want to spill any beans? What's your, your biggest flaw? Um, Biggest flaw is I have a body image problem. So, like, I do not see my body. I have, like, it's body dysmorphia, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I do not see my body other people the way other people see my body. I see, like, when I'm sitting down in a chair and I'm looking at my legs, Okay. I see two horse legs like like not like not not literal horse legs but like the size of horse legs like two big giant legs because i just feel so um uncomfortable in my skin Uh and that's what this last year has really been about for me like i've been really taking my time and learning more about myself so i wouldn't have to focus on that but that's one Mm -hmm. of my biggest flaws is like if i try to look nice for some random event and I overthink it too much and don't appreciate myself enough, I will definitely get in my head about my body. So it's a really oh, yeah. big problem. 
Thanks for spilling the beans to everyone listening. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yes. The show's all about. All right. Next thing. You have a younger brother, right? I do. Younger brother. What's his name? Cameron. Cameron. How yep. old is he? He is 15 years old. And if I go a day without wearing makeup and go out in public with him, Hi. people will think we're twins. Really? I kid you not. Really? Yeah. I mean, you do... But you look like siblings, but I wouldn't say you look exactly the well, same. <laughs> that's because I'm wearing makeup. Oh, yeah. Um, but like his hair is the same length uh, as mine, so like if I wear oh. like exactly my brother's clothes with no makeup on, like no trace of hair product, no like if I were to hide my boobs and my ass, people would think I'm my brother. <laughs> I am not oh. even kidding. I. People, have you had it happen? Uh, I mean, I have pictures on my phone where, like, one picture is my brother doing, like, a really weird double chin mm-hmm. looking face, and then I'm doing the same face in the second picture, and when people don't believe me, when I say I look like my brother, I show them those two <laughs> pictures, and I go, okay, which one was me? And then I go, are you sure that was not me three years ago? And they just look at it and they're like, I, I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> oh I was like, God. exactly, because that's that's my brother. Like, that is how much we look alike. Oh, my it's God. bad. Yeah, it's really bad. It sounds really bad. Now, what are your predictions for what he'll be like when he's like your age? Oh, my God. He'll be a complete asshole. <laughs> he already is. This kid really does come into my room every night at 11 o'clock when I'm trying to sleep mm-hmm. and ask me, what are you doing? What time do you have to be up tomorrow? Oh, God. And I'll be like, oh, I have to be up by, like, 6.30 so I can leave by 7.30. And he'll just be like, oh, that's cool. Can I watch what you're watching on TV? And I go, no, I'm trying to fall asleep. Get out. And he'll just try to hold these conversations for so long. I think that it's just because, as of right now, he is so, like, self-centered. Because that's how you are when you're, like, a freshman and sophomore in high school. Uh But, like... I think he, he'll end up being, like, a pretty good guy. I think he's going to end up going into, like, business or finance. Mm -hmm. Or I could even see him, like, going into, like, some, like, random, like, the Marines or, like, the police academy or something like that. I don't know. It's really hard to predict with him because he... Do you see him being a big partier? uh, No. Not at all. Not at all. I he yells on me at a daily basis because of how much I hit my nicotine. Like <sighs> like he'll come into my room and I'll be hitting it and he's like, "Are you kidding me right now? Really? Are you hitting that?" He'll act just like my dad. My mom <laughs> doesn't give a shit. My dad, he will act like my dad. And he's like, "Oh my god, it smells in here. What is that smell? It's probably your vape, isn't it?" <laughs> and he'll just be a complete ass. <laughs> or we were at a family dinner for all of our birthdays the other day. Oh yeah. And um he and I have this inside joke about a comedian. And if you know Burt Kreischer. Of course. Yes. He I does li- this one bit where he's talking about his dad and how he's like moving the glass of milk and stuff. Uh-huh. And he goes, hey, big guy, refill on the milk. And I did that one night when I was really drunk at this family dinner. And I did it to my dad because I needed another drink. Uh-huh. And I'm not of age to buy my own drinks yet. Yeah. So I did that to him, and my brother just looks at me like I am the devil. He's like, are you for real? You're having another drink? And I go, I can still walk. I'm fine. I'm not driving. What's the big deal? I am currently 19 years old. 
I didn't realize that my younger brother had power over me. So, mm-hmm. yes. Yep. I'm so happy you just said Burt Kreischer. Burt Kreischer. I'm a huge fan. Me too. I mean, I, I don't listen to much of his actual comedy. I'm big into his podcasts. Mm. Mm. I haven't listened to many of his podcasts, but, what? like, if I'm ever having a rough day, I'll always turn on um, either Hey Big Boy or, ah, uh, fuck. It's, like, I don't even remember the name of it, but, like, we literally watched it the other day because we were all in a bad mood. Yes, yes. I love Burt Kreischer. And his best friend, Tom Segura. I'm more, <laughs> Tom I'm more, Segura. I'm more of a Tom Did you Segura watch fan. The Cabin? Yes. The one part that really, like, sent me over dying laughing <laughs> was when he was waxing his asshole, and then Caitlyn <laughs> Jenner walks up. I thought that that was hilarious. <laughs> I was, like, rolling on the ground laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite podcasts of all time always include, usually, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. Mm-hmm. That's the two for me. I've, no, I've never heard anyone else talk about them, so I'm very, I'm very happy right now. I'm very happy em. with you, Devin. Love them. Very good. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the best part is my dad finds them funny. Oh, my And it God. takes a lot to make my dad laugh. So, like, he will be sitting on the couch watching it, and all of a sudden you'll just hear him start dying laughing, tears running on his face. Like, <laughs> it's perfect. It is the perfect comedian for our family. So, which mm-hmm. it, which is usually not a very good thing because of the stuff he talks about, but it mm-hmm. works. Yeah. So, I mean, this house. I mean, a lot of people in this house have almost no sense of humor. Sorry to any if everyone family is listening, but they're not the biggest fan of my my kind of comedy. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. My my dad is he's big into comedy. He introduced me to like Dave Chappelle, and like when I was like in seventh grade, and then I discovered like Rogan, then I discovered Tom and Bert, and I was like, oh, hell yeah. That's, that's my <laughs> that's my alley right now. Yes. All right. Yeah. Next. What has changed the most about you since graduation? Um, I think my mental space, like my mental mind space, like my where I sit in my head. Because uh-huh. <clears throat> before, I was very um, full of anxiety. And full of, like, confusion Mm -hmm. and very scared of the world, scared of other people, scared of my body, scared of what would be happening in my future. Mm -hmm. And after going to Viterbo and after, um, like, coming home and having nothing to do all day because everyone was at school or work, I think it, like, it really, really helped my mental space. And now, like, before, if I were out like, going to Walmart or something, and I saw, like, someone that I graduated with. Okay. And I walked, like, I was walking in the general direction. I kind of would have just, like, put my head down and kept walking. Mm -hmm. But now, like, I could definitely see myself, like, saying hi to them, be like, hey, how are you? Like, haven't seen you in forever. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's very, like, completely different people. So, I don't know. I think that's the biggest way I've changed. Yeah. For the good. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Definitely for the good. Definitely. We're kind of like the random question part, so I got a bunch of random shit. It doesn't have anything to do with each other, but how was virtual SHS for you? Oh, my God. I hated it. You hated it? I had to sit next to my brother at the kitchen table when we did <laughs> virtual, and he didn't shower for, like, four days. Oh, good God. So it, imagine, like, sitting at a desk next to the smelly kid. I bet you were both thinking of the exact same person. Maybe, like, just a step off, but, like, Definitely, like, hated it because I was never sitting around the smelly kid. I want to write down the name of the, the smelly kid I wanna for me. S- I want to see what you had. 
anything to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, mine was. Like I, I could not stand him. Like he constantly smelled. He constantly. Ooh, I haven't seen much from him in a long time. But I really yeah, hope he I just don't. drove you crazy. He, well, yeah, because he was constantly like, mm, like totally manspreading everything, and like totally did not give a fuck about what I thought about him, which is a good thing. Like you don't uh, want to care about what other people think of you, but at the same time, like don't. Don't sit like that. Don't take up my space with your smell. And keep your hands to yourself, please. Like, <sighs> keep your hands either in your pockets. No, don't even put them in your pockets. Yeah. Keep them that's on what, the that's table. Where the, that's where the smell is. Keep them on the table. <laughs> yeah, keep them on the table. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my. Yeah. Next thing. Your favorite restaurant and your go-to order there. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I know. So many options. Oh, that's a bad one. Oh. Okay. <sighs> Start with the restaurant. There's so many good ones. I know. I don't want to say Culver's because, like, I go to Culver's all the time. Yeah. So, I don't want to say Culver's, but at the same time, like, I don't want to say the Maple Tree. Like, I eat at the Maple Tree all the time because mm-hmm. I work there and I get, yeah. I get a gist, like a discount and everything. Yeah. So, like, it's not something I'm constantly worried about paying for dinner. But, like, I really don't eat out anywhere besides those two. Mm. I would definitely say... Okay, um, my like newly favored restaurant. I love to go to Max in Sun Prairie. Never been there. It's like a mac and cheese place, so Ooh. good, and um, I always get the. I think it's called like the Daddy Mac or something, where they put hot dogs on it, Ooh. and that was my favorite like food growing up. So like that is like perfect because it's like to restaurant cuisine um otherwise i really love chicken pot pie so anywhere that has a good chicken pot pie mm. is just perfect like the day the great dane has it so good so mm. good yes what, what's your go-to order at culver's culver's it depends on the day okay, okay. i'll go through it some days i'll want like a chicken tender basket with a chocolate and oreo concrete mixer but other days when i'm feeling like a child i get Two corn dog kids meals. Corn dogs. Corn dogs. Corn dogs. I love corn oh dogs. my. Two corn dog kids meals with a chocolate and sprinkles concrete mixer. So it just kind of depends on the day. I'm not a big burger person. Like I don't eat burgers unless if we're having them as a family at a grill uh, out. Okay. But like chicken and corn dogs definitely my go to. Like if I'm at a restaurant and I don't know what I'll like, I get chicken tenders. But then you mentioned s- sprinkles. Sprinkles. Yeah. Sprinkles. In my concrete mixer. Yeah. In the concrete mixer? Yeah. <laughs> Why? It's good because it adds like a texture and it adds a sugary essence to the chocolate ice cream. Like if I if I'm really wanting just like something chocolate and not like not like Oreos or like Reese's peanut butter cups in mm-hmm. it, I'll put sprinkles in it because it's very like light and easy with an extra kick of sugar. Ooh. Yeah, it's good. That's the best kind of argument for sprinkles I've ever heard. Yeah. I don't know. I just love it. And I got my brother hooked on it, too, so. Are you a coffee person? Uh Uh-uh. No way. No way. Never? No, I don't like the taste of coffee. It's just, like, too distinct of a taste. So I drink, like, 
crazy amounts of energy drinks. Like how, like what are we talking about here? Like I have, um, depends on the day and how much energy I wake up with, but some days I'll have like one bang. Sometimes I'll have two. Like if I have to go from school to work in a day and close the restaurant at night, I definitely have two. Just because oh I I need that energy to make good money and tips. Like, <laughs> I need to have positive energy and good amount of energy in order to make those tips. Don't those two bangs just kind of tear you up inside? Like, that no. it just sounds like pain. No. No. It's like f- five coffees. <sighs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad, but... I mean, it's not good. But if I forget to brush my teeth at night after drinking at least one of those, Uh I I will not be able to sleep. I have to brush my teeth after drinking them. Oh, yeah. I bet. Those things are just like, it's basically like an acid. Yeah, it's like a sugary, like, drink. It's it's worse than, Do you get the same flavor every time? No. Sometimes I get the cotton candy. Sometimes I get the cherry cola. Um, Other times I get, uh, which ones did I already say? I, I get the blue raspberry one, Ooh. but yeah, no, all of those are good. No coffee at all? If I want something from Starbucks, I'll get a, f- like a vanilla cream uh-huh. drink, which is pretty much just like steamed milk uh-huh. with vanilla, and then I'll get raspberry put into it too, so mm. it's like very, very good. Well then, are you happy they're putting that Starbucks in town then? Yeah, except for right now, everything is running out at Starbucks. Like, I can't get a freaking ice acai refresher. I can't. They don't have anything to make it. Next. I added this in my notes right before we started. Oh, Jesus. Now, you told me you're a big fan of tequila. I am. I There's this one country song, and I'm not sure if a bunch of people know it, but it's literally, the title is literally, Tequila Makes Her Clothes Fall Off. <laughs> and if that doesn't describe every night that I came home from tequila's, at school. It made your clothes fall off? Well, it made me crawl into bed. Oh, yeah. Like, tequila makes me so tired, but at the same time, like, I have 45 minutes to an hour before I fall asleep after having, like, three tequila shots. Oh, yeah. And I, t- like, I am not even kidding. Like, that one hour, mm-hmm. best time of my life. <laughs> I feel so good about myself. I feel oh, yeah. so confident. I love having conversations with literally anyone. Like, love mm. love tequila. Is that your favorite drink, you'd say? Uh, Straight tequila? N- no. Oh. I really like Captain, and I really like Fireball. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes vodka can get me going. Okay. Um, when I was in high school, I drank a lot of Mike's. So when I go Ooh, to my family's yep. cabin... I drink Mike's because that's what they know to buy me. Cause yeah. I, they don't know much about me drinking and my oh. drinking secrets. They know I drink Captain. Yeah, hopefully they're listening. Oh, they won't. They won't. You're not going to um, tell them you're on the show? No, they know I'm here. It's just they yeah. won't listen because they want to, sh- like, not listen for, yeah, for the, their, the sake of our relationship. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, But they definitely, like... <laughs> They buy me mics every time because uh-huh. there's like one or two drinks that I will drink out on the boat. And it's either mics or like a margarita type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I just constantly am getting drunk off of mics. Oh, yeah. And it is like gut rot with how sugar it is. Oh, yeah. So like I 
try not to drink them as much as possible, mm-hmm. except for when I'm on the lake. Yeah. So like tequila, Captain, oh, yeah. some vodkas, yeah. Fireball. Yeah. I love. I've, fireball. I'm, I'm a big fan of the twisted teas. I'm not. Like I've do never those give you gut? Do them. those give you gut rot? I don't know. I've oh, never had that. For me, they don't. Like Mike's always like just tore me up. Mike's tore me up. White claws, Trulies, they tore me up. Twisted teas, they never like mess I've me up at never all. Never drank a twisted, but like I have a friend that absolutely will get drunk on a Saturday night just after drinking like a full twelve pack of twisteds. Twisteds. Oh, like, like a it, good night. It is like so like. It's so weird because I've heard that a lot of people love them, but uh-huh. like nobody in my family has ever drank them, so I I never really got into them, and I don't really like iced tea, so I don't know if I'd like it. I have never had tea that's not twisted. Oh, okay. <laughs> ever. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I need to try one then. Yeah, but I definitely. I've never actually like drank them or mm. anything. It's a great drink for on the boat because I cannot do mixed drinks on the boat. That's a no for me. Oh. Like a. I will drink anything anywhere. Anything, anywhere. Anything, anywhere, anytime. That's what Devin's down for. Yep. Here to here. All right. Have you talked to Emma recently? She was on the show. Okay. No, I have not. Uh-huh. But I've heard that she's moving to Virginia. Yeah, I know. She talked about it on the show. I, like, we hung out over winter break, I think. Yep. And did she say, like, did she say something about it in her in the episode? I, I can... I listen to the episodes half the time, like, right before I go to bed. Yeah. And I'll, like, be slowly, like, fading in and out of sleep. Because, like, uh-huh. the sound of people's voices makes me so happy. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'll fall asleep happy. <laughs> but, um, like, she's moving to Virginia, and I had no clue about that. I had to find out through Mallory that she was moving to Virginia. Yeah, it was it was just something I'd kind of heard in the background because... Obviously, my good friend uh, Drew Pacel works at Walmart, and mm-hmm. she worked at Walmart, and apparently, Emma kind of mentioned that to him, and and Drew had mentioned it to me, and I was like, oh shit, gotta ask that. So then I just asked it, and it wasn't like, I don't think a lot of people knew about it, and it was just, it's so, I mean, after like, we called Emma's boyfriend on the show. Really? We called him up. I've never like talked to him before. I talked to him, like he was on, obviously he was just on the phone i talked to him for about five minutes he is exactly emma's type which it's not hard to find yes (laughs) we know emma's type it's exactly emma's type Mm -hmm. and it's i mean if she thinks she really found the one good for her honestly but she's going to be heartbroken if she has to move all the way back from virginia just because of some guy yeah and the thing that, as I will say, is like this, the same thing that happened with uh, Mallory and Drew mm-hmm. is that they moved in too soon. Yes, I can completely agree with that because the whole time Mallory and Drew were dating, it was very hard for me yes. to find a good time to hang out with her. And I think... Like, not, not just because I'm selfish, because I can be very selfish <laughs> at times with my friends, but, like, you have to have a good balance oh, yeah. between, like, dating time, like, relationship with a guy, like, a boyfriend, uh-huh. and relationship with a friend. Like, you have to have relationship with yourself also and have mm-hmm. time for yourself. And if you're constantly surrounded by a guy that you're in a relationship with, it can be very toxic and hard yes. 
for you to be true to yourself in that relationship. Uh huh. And then, like, I completely support Emma. Obviously, she's a very good oh, friend. Completely, too, completely totally. support her. But I think that she's got to be very careful. Yeah. I think that after we graduate high school, any kind of relationship, you have to be careful. Yes. Because if you're around that person too much, you can get, like, uh huh. Emotion. It can get emotionally like tolling on you. You can yeah. constantly be yeah. hating that relationship, mm-hmm. but you could really like the guy and you could really like hanging out with him. But you're just around him too much. Uh huh. And and I, I don't know. Only time will tell with that one because they both seem to be very serious. When I had them on the show, they seemed very serious and very like willing to sit down and like they seemed very open with each other. But at the same time, when I had Emma on the show, they had been dating for, I'm trying to remember, hopefully I get this number right, like five months, mm-hmm. six months, which that's very in like the quote unquote honeymoon phase. It is. Yeah. Um, My last boyfriend, uh-huh. it was really, really hard because he was up in Winona mm-hmm. and I had just moved back from school up in La Crosse and it was really hard because that was a long distance relationship and we had just gotten out of the honeymoon phase like three months prior to that Mm -hmm. and we were together for like nine months and he was really really frustrated because he constantly wanted to be around me and I had just moved back home Mm -hmm. and his family's from Minnesota like they they went and moved up to Minnesota so it was really really hard because I was like, I'll come and I'll move up to Minnesota with you. Like, I'll do anything for us uh-huh. to be together. And then I realized, like, after we broke up, like, that would have never worked. Like, oh, I yeah. like having my space and I like having my own environment to myself where I can just be myself with myself and do whatever the fuck I want. So it would have been really hard for me to move up there. So I just don't know how it's all going to work out. I hope it goes well. Yeah, I really do. But you just got to be very careful. Uh-huh. So... Uh huh. But seeing how they were together, if things do work out for them, obviously it'll be amazing for Emma. Right. But on the off chance that they don't, that will break Emma completely. Oh, I, I feel like Emma has gone through so much. She definitely has. She could definitely handle it, but it would also be very, very hard for her. It would be. And it's just really hard for you to see a friend going through something Uh like that. Because you just want what's best for them and you want yeah. them to be happy and you accept what they choose to do because that's what's going to make them happy in the moment. But if yeah. something ends up going wrong with that relationship, um, Dylan, you bet. Like, I haven't talked to Emma in forever, but Dylan, you better fucking look out because I'm going <laughs> to buy a plane ticket to Virginia. Oh, God. So, Devin, Devin's coming. Yeah, you watch out. <laughs> yeah, I kind of saw the big, like, blow up of a relationship. I was with drew when mallory broke up with him yeah Yeah, i was was on facetime after she broke up with him yeah so we both saw both sides yeah yeah it was a it was a big mess it it kind of was yeah Uh because um i think it was just really hard for mallory to admit to herself Uh that what was going to happen had happened and she just needed a little bit of space mm-hmm. and i had been trying to tell her that um like it's not good for you to constantly be around him like you constantly 
he's constantly there. He's constantly in your space. Like, mm-hmm. and then he moved out. Yeah. Because he was living with her for a while. Yeah. And then he moved out and things got a little bit better, but it w- wasn't the same. And it was no. really hard for both of them. So yeah, yeah. I saw it to Drew. Yeah. It was. But hopefully Drew's mess. doing well now. I think he Mallory's is. doing good now. So Drew is doing good. I think Mallory's okay. I haven't seen anything from Mallory. So <laughs> I think she's okay. I hope she's okay. I mean, okay. in her snaps, she looks okay. So, yep, I, I mean, so. she's just busy and oh, yeah. constantly running around. So Oh, yeah. Next thing. Now, when I was at Rippin, I did meet one of your skater friends. Yes, you did. Anna. Anna, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, um, I got lunch with her a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. And she has told me a lot about her adventures in Rippin. I'm not okay. going to share them with you because they be are off, maybe her, off camera. They are her own personal adventures and fun little journeys, but um, she definitely had an amazing time up there. Oh yeah, and she's actually going to New York to work this special summer camp. Ooh, so she leaves like in a couple of weeks. Ooh, yeah, hell yeah! Mm-hmm. I remember like she was. And, like, kind of, like, the orientation group for, like, the first few weeks, like, you hang out with, like, the same group of people, like, just all the time, just kind of getting to know people. Mm-hmm. And I went out to, like, dinner with her, like, the, whatever, the cafeteria, whatever, just talking to her. And I was like, oh, where are you from? And she's like, oh, Madison. I'm like, oh, I'm from Stoughton. And she goes, wait, do you know Devin? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. We were in the same homecoming group. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and she, she's like, oh, damn. And we just started... Yeah. yeah, she is a hoot and a half. I mean, she will always show you a good time, and um, I don't know. I just, it's so hard to connect with my friends who uh-huh. are off at college, like the friends that I knew before going to college. Oh, yeah. It's so hard to connect with them because you don't know what they have going on in their life. They could have mm-hmm. summer classes that they're doing, um, or they could be working like three jobs or they could be leaving to go to a summer camp and work for the summer. Like, it's just very, very different. Next favorite show to watch growing up, Nickelodeon or Disney? Um, it was... Oh, fuck. Oh, God. There's so um, many options. Well, I wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob. Okay. That's, for such a that's long horrible. Time. That's horrible. So it was, it was really hard to pick, like, a good TV show to watch when I was younger. My dad had control of the TV a lot of times because he's a mm. teacher, so he, like, was constantly home with us over the summer. But I would say I loved a good episode of, like, Toddlers and Tiaras or Dance Moms. Dance Moms (laughs) is really, really good. (laughs) But, like, if we're choosing between Disney and Nickelodeon, I really, really liked um, Sunny with a Chance. Ooh. Because everything was so different every episode, and it was so interesting. So, yeah. It was really quirky, too. And I, I was really quirky when I was younger, so, <laughs> yeah. We need a little deep here. Your biggest fear? Um, I would say, like, letting someone down or not mm. telling someone how I feel about them. Mm-hmm. Like, if I were to die tomorrow, I hope everyone knows that I'm friends with and family with that I love them so much and oh, that yeah. they mean so much to me. Like if they were, if I were to go out of this world uh-huh. and them think like, oh, she fucking hated me when they were literally my favorite person <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Like that would just kill me again. Uh-huh. So that's a biggest fear. Definitely. Definitely. Now in the future, do you see yourself staying in Wisconsin your whole life or is you going to be like, uh, you're going to travel around? Do you have like, 
Texas dreams. You got Florida <sighs> dreams. You got. I wish. <sighs> um, I'm a really big family girl. So like I, like it was really hard for me to move up to lacrosse. So I have to stay around the area just for like my mental health, my family, like everything. And I don't ever see myself moving out of Wisconsin, especially because mm-hmm. with the cosmetology program that I'm in, oh, yeah. I like some states have a certain amount of hours that I have to have. And where I am, I don't have enough hours to move to like Iowa or to mm-hmm. move to like Florida. It just depends. So I think I'm going to end up having to stay in Wisconsin, but I'm not going to be mad about it. So yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Honestly, same. I can see myself moving out for like a little bit. Yeah. Maybe moving like to some other state for like a few years and moving back. But yeah, I'm a big family person too. So I can always be around here somewhere. Yeah. I don't see myself staying in Stoughton though. No. I don't want to stay Are you going to be more like more country town? Are you going to be more like downtown Madison, know. Milwaukee? I think I would really like more of a country setting. Okay. Just because like I, I live like more in the city right now and it's so hard to leave my house without someone saying hi. Like, I literally walked out of my house yesterday, and there was Trent Carpenter what? walking out of one of my neighbor's house. I did see that he was on the show. And he texted me. He was like, thanks for saying hi back, Devin. And I was like, I I can't even leave my house in shorts and a t-shirt without seeing someone. So, like, living in the country would definitely be it for me. Not just for that reason, obviously, but, you know. Mexican, Italian, or Chinese food? Oh, fuck. Um, okay. I really, really like... I would kind of say, like, Mexican's a no-go. <sighs> I, I I love uh. Italian food, like, very, very much. And there's only, like, two specific things that I don't... That I do like and will eat that are Mexican, like chimichangas okay. and quesadillas. Okay. So, but you're going to absolutely hate me for saying this, but Mexican restaurants have the best French fries. They do. They do. So I will go to a Mexican restaurant and get a quesadilla with French fries any day. But I only like (laughs) Chinese food because of this, because of the rice. Okay. And the chicken. I don't like any sauce on the rice or chicken. So Uh I just have to eat a plain, but you know, it's really, really good dumplings dumplings are so good i love dumplings and i will i would eat them every day if i could Uh but i don't have the money to support that so i can't be your final decision it sounded like italian italian Italian. yeah the the italian boys and the italian food yeah yeah the best part is when the italian boys can make some banging italian food the best part you ever seen that part of the equation you ever seen a, a italian boy that makes good italian food I have actually. <laughs> <laughs> I have, and the best part was is he got he, a specific bottle of wine to put in the sauce that he uh-huh. was making, and he ended up drinking the whole bottle of wine while I was over, and he was so drunk. Oh, and that God. was like our second date. Oh, like a good second date. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was drunk and he was very talkative. <laughs> it was not fun. <laughs> what would you say is your biggest regret? Um, I think it would be, like, letting other people push me around. Just because, like, I grew up listening to my parents religiously and listening to what they had to say Uh and what they had to say about me and how I could fix it. So, I feel like I would 
be more myself if I haven't, if I didn't listen to them. So I really wish I would have. So that's one of my biggest regrets. And then for my last question of the night, Devin. Okay. Same question I ask pretty much every guest. Where do you see yourself in 10 years if everything goes according to plan? Um, if everything goes according to plan, I see myself working probably at a salon near Madison. Um, and I would be living somewhere in the country, married and either pregnant or like uh, having a kid on the way or something like that. I am a big settler downer. So like, okay, I don't like to hoe around. Like <laughs> I, I like to get into relationships and stick to those relationships and be committed to them because if I don't, I feel like I truly lose myself. So I feel like I would be completely settled down, like have a job, be have a family, like know what I want in life and just truly mm-hmm. be able to be okay with everything. So yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's it. There you go. Devin, I hope you enjoyed your time on the show. I talked a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the show's all about, though. You got Perfect. to rant. Perfect. You got to rant. I hope you had some fun. Did. I hope yeah. you enjoyed your time on the show. Everyone listening? Definitely. Be sure to be sure to search Devin up on like Instagram. Just Devin Lukey. I haven't posted on Instagram in over a year, so just I don't look like that anymore. Just adds up. You you look pretty much the same. I I don't know. I've gotten mixed things. People said I look fifteen in my latest Instagram post. So What? <laughs> I don't know. My hair's shorter, got a nose ring, if anyone needs a visual. So yeah. Oh yeah. Well, this has been episode number 30. We're in the 30s, people. we got a long way to go to 52 to get the end of the year. Devin, thank you for coming on. I'm going to key off this outro. We'll take a quick pic for Instagram. we got to fill out this thing. We'll get you out on the road. All right? Perfect. Thank you for coming in. Let's go 1030. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out.